And to all our viewers and listeners to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show, it's with me, Hugh Hattrick, and my very special guest, the Key 25. Now, I've been trying to get the Key 25 for ages, but we've finally managed it, and today we've been able to record a show. So get ready for a fantastic and informative show about everything that is the Key 25. Welcome to the show, Kieran. It's lovely to have you on the show. How are you doing today? I'm good. Nice to see you again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been watching your streams and giving you little chats here and there. No, no doubt very unhelpful advice of um, my tagline of drive fast, don't crash, which is rather obvious um, for what you do. Um, but uh, how, how did it all start? Because you're obviously one of the biggest guys on, on uh, the gaming scene. You're regularly in the top 10 uh, world times for uh, uh, Gran Turismo and the like. Um, how did it all start, your, your gaming career? Um, very, very young, to be honest. Um, Mega Drive. Oh yes, I. I think it was V Racing, Sega Sega game. I think it was something like that. Um, and then it moved on to uh, probably PlayStation One with Gran Turismo One, Two, Three. No, yeah, Gran Turismo One and Two, and Wipeout and Destruction Derby and all them, and Colin McRae mm. Rally. Mm. And moved on to PS Two, and then I eventually got a. An Amiga, I think it was, I don't know whether it was around the PS1 time, an Amiga 500 or 600, and I had Micro's Grand Prix, uh, Micro's Grand Prix, the first one, and then mm. bought myself a PC with Micro's Grand Prix 2. So that was my first proper sim game, I'd say, Micro's Grand Prix 2. Aye, aye. But, uh, so then it kind of went from there. I mean, because now, I mean, obviously you're, you're you know, huge on Gran Turismo. Um, was it, did you, did you do all the kind of Gran Turismo games, or is it kind of something uh, you in terms of YouTube, no, um, I, I only really started on Gran Turismo Sport. I was quite negative about Gran Turismo 5, if I'm honest. Um, I didn't mind the game, but I, I, it, it kind of let me, I felt a little bit let down by Gran Turismo 5, so I didn't bother with Gran Turismo 6. And um, I, only, I started on YouTube mainly through the F1 game. I started doing like league racing videos that I'd been in, you know, little, just little clips for like incidents and stuff like that. And then we moved on to Drive Club. And Drive Club was probably my first game that got me quite a lot of subscribers because I had good connections with the studio. Because my, one, one of my friends from school was the handling person there. He invited me to the studio at the launch of the um, game. I won a time trial competition there, got the game early. Right. And then I had quite, quite good connections with Rushy. I don't know if you've heard of Rushy, um, right. mm -hmm. the game director there. So they, they tended to retweet a lot of my stuff and it helped my channel grow quite, quite fast. It got mm -hmm. me... I, I, over the about like one site one thousand subscribers, then it seemed to um, just carry on from there. Really, yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, because it's it's. I mean, you're you obviously you're, you're very much into every the FIA games, the Nations Cup, and you're you're you know a lot of other um, uh, gamers. They mention you in their videos as well if they've been playing against you. You know, because they say you're at the top yeah. of the league. So you must be. I mean, is it something now that you do pretty much full time? Is it? Is it? You've been able to. Uh, it's, I mean, it's what I do for a living, but it's not full time because obviously I've got the kids to like take to school, pick up, make the dinner, get them ready for bed. And Mrs. works like pretty much six days a week. Sometimes she's on late. So mm -hmm. it's kind of one of them where when I get free time, I'll, I'll do my videos in the day and then I look after the kids and then it's nighttime, I'll stream and then the Mrs. comes home and I try and finish a bit early sometimes. So 
yeah. it's just trying to fit in as much as I can in, in the time that I've got, but it's going well at the moment, to be fair. It's, it's increasing, increasing, and it's going the right way. Yeah. And have you always found it's been racing games that have been the thing that, is, that you've enjoyed the most? I mean, I play racing games the most, but I've always liked other games. Like, I'm, I'm a gamer. Um, whether it was like The Last of Us, um, Call of Duty. I mean, I was, I, I, I was addicted to Call of Duty and all them games when they were out, but I always play racing games with them as well. So, uh-huh. you know, it's, I've never been like just sim racing. I've always been multiple games. Yeah. I still play them now. I still play Call of Duty now, like um, yeah. in my free time. Sometimes I've streamed it as well. It doesn't get the viewers, but... It yeah. doesn't matter, it's just for the fun. Aye. Well, I always laugh because um, I used to play Grand Theft Auto. That was the one I used to like. Um, and oh, yeah. I jokingly said to the guy at the hire car centre in Orlando when we went there, I says, have you driven in America before? And I said, well, I've, I've played Grand Theft Auto, so I should be all right, you know. Right. <laughs> 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 well, as long as you stop at the red lights, you know, that's again, the main thing. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it is quite fun. I mean, you, you can get totally immersed in them. And I think we found that, with, especially with racing games, um, I, I was using the, the, you know, the, the controller pad for many years. And about a year yeah. and a half ago, I decided, right, I wanted to try and get a bit better. Um, and I felt just limited on the pad. So I got myself yeah. a play seat and the G29 Rio. And that was me. And I have to say, I've really enjoyed it. And I think I've gotten a bit better um, overall. Um, but uh, but it's, it just allows you to have a lot more fun with it. And yeah, definitely. One, it's immersion, isn't it, as well, I think, with yeah. um, the wheel more so. I mean, some people think it's going to instantly make you insanely fast, but that's not necessarily true. It's, yeah. um, a lot of it's immersion, I find. And um, that's how, I mean, I started, the first time I got a wheel was on, properly, was on GC5 Prologue. All right. um, that, that was where I, I started with my wheel, because I was on the pad. I was always playing on the pad on GT5 Prologue. Yeah. And then um, I got the wheel on GT5 Prologue mid, like midway, like about three, four months after it was out. I think I got a G25 and then I upgraded to a G27 eventually. Hmm. And then they, they weren't available on PS4, obviously. So I had to move over to the T500 and now this one, the TGT. Yeah, yeah I've amazing. been on them for years now. So <laughs> uh, that's it. Going back to the pad is really strange when you try and use that. Yeah, not, yeah uh, definitely. But, um, and what, what do you find at the moment is your kind of most enjoyable races? Because you do, you do an awful lot of different types and um, there are, you know, track combination, car combination that you like the most? Or? I, I tend to go for, I'm, I perform better in higher downforce combinations for, um, like in Gran Turismo, FIA, it's normally the group two, group one, or anything that's like a little bit more grip and a bit more that you can chuck around a bit more. In group three, I'm not bad. But road cars, um, yeah, it's probably the weakest part of my. But I'm not. I don't really enjoy them as much. I, I tend. I feel like Gran Turismo when they do the road road races. I feel like the grip doesn't feel like it represents what the grip should be like. I feel like the tires should be a bit more grippy. Like mm-hmm. I've driven reasonably good cars in real life, and even on basic tires, they've got grip. Yeah, it's just one of them. I'm not that massive fan of the road car side. Yeah, so it's like that thing you'll get on Gran Turismo, you're bound to get on, on uh, the first Aero Race A, it'll be a, a Toyota GT86 uh, yeah. all the time, and 18 laps, uh, of, you know, it's not not much fun. That's, no, that's why I don't ever bother with um, the Daily Race A, really. Uh, race B, but like this this week, Suzuka, I don't mind that, it's quite enjoyable, um, but in general, FIA is where I get the most enjoyment from the races, purely because of the competition. Yeah. Um, Daily races tend to fade off with the competition. Now they, they're not that you very rare. You go on there, you see someone from an FIA race in daily races. Just every now and then you see him, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, 
that's that it's mainly FIA and then like I racing as well. I still love I racing. I really want to get back into that as well. Yeah. Because the comp- the competition level on that is it's like FIA all the time. Yeah. How do you find with with uh, uh, I racing? Do you have to have quite a, a powerful PC to be able to kind of work that? Or is I racing? No. Um, the, the newest set of course of that that's out. My PC runs it just the it runs it, but I did try streaming it and. Um, it was it was causing like frame rate issues. So hmm. my PC now isn't probably. I, I think a, a lot of it is the newer set of course that isn't optimized brilliant. So yeah, yeah, possibly a lot of that is. But I racing though, it, it's fine. I can stream it and play it, and it, it runs perfectly fine. Hundred okay. frames per second, no issues. Yeah, and as I racing, say my PC is quite old as well, so yeah, um, shouldn't have much problem with I racing if you want to get yeah. on that. I found out, I mean, my, my computer's not that old, but I found when I tried iRacing, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was iRacing, it wasn't Race Room, um, and it could only muster a very small screen. Now, I wondered, I, I did try and go into other bits whether or not I was on the right kind of um, uh, screen size or not, if it had done something, but it would only kind of do a tiny screen. But, <laughs> I don't, I mean, it goes through an internet browser, iRacing, so um, possibly I, I mean, uh, I've never had that, but. Um, yeah, no, I thought there's no way I can see it because I'm already. A wee bit away from the monitor, and if it was any smaller, I'd be like looking at a kind of like the old <laughs> the tiny things. It was absolutely so small; you never be able to see where you are. Um, but um, so I haven't I haven't then um, gone back to that. I mainly do PlayStation. I have to say PS4 for things like yeah. Corsa and and uh, and also F1 2018. I quite quite enjoy that. Um, and is that one that you said you had played some of the F1 games before? But were they the PS4? Yeah, I, I, I played a lot of F1 2000. Like F1 2010 was probably my favourite F1 game, if I'm honest. Yeah, um, I love that game. And then 11, I, mean, I played loads of it because of league racing, but um, wasn't the massive fan of 11. Then 12, 13 were decent games. And I felt like the series dropped off on on 14. And then yeah, yeah. I think a lot of it for me was the um, the hybrid. Once the hybrids came in, I felt like the game just didn't, it died, didn't, it? didn't feel the same for me. Yeah, I, because that was a great thing about the old ones. The noise was phenomenal, and Absolutely. and it really kind of made you kind of feel like you were part of it. You could turn up the volume and and really yeah. kind of have a great time. Well, the new ones, even with the with the sounds enhanced and everything else, it's not quite the same. I mean, I suppose two thousand F one two thousand eighteen, you've got other cars on it. You've got some of the classic cars that you can race yeah. around, like time trial and things, which are quite fun. But it's it's sometimes it does feel like you're just you're on rails. It doesn't give an awful lot of feel. Um, and when you come back to Gran Turismo. You see a massive difference, and all of a sudden, you—it's a lot heavier. It's a lot kind of reacts a bit better, I think, overall. Um, yeah, I, I think the force feedback on the F1 game—it can be okay. I mean, it takes just a bit of messing around with. Whereas in GT, it's very simple. It's like i racing. Yeah. Force feedback on i racing and Gran Turismo is so simple to get to how you want, and it takes no messing around. Yeah. And that's my like big criticism with Project Cars is um, the first game. I loved it, but the, the force feedback was pretty terrible. Yeah. And the second one again, it just takes a lot of messing around with the force feedback even though they got this like new way of doing it i could yeah. never really get into project cards too I, I played it a fair bit but just couldn't really find that like urge to go on it all the time yeah i mean i've still got project cards one and i, I still play it every so often because i used to really like the time trial and that um, yeah, yeah yeah it was great fun and I, I actually i've got one of the fastest times and i'm so amazed i've still got it like because really, <laughs> nobody's obviously tried it not like yourself because I'm sure you'd rip me for sure on on, on the on the the trap, but it's the one at Nice 
Um, it's like the 12 mile section. It's West Coast Reverse or something or whatever one it is. Oh, right. It's about six minutes. If I just under six minutes and I've I've got a five minute 48 so, um, and it means nobody's ever 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 gone back to beat it. Um, but uh, but it's, it was great fun. The first one was really um, just yeah. really good fun to do and the range of cars and tracks was brilliant. But when yeah, I, got- I love the as I say, I love the first one because that's how that's that got me into esports really. The first one because that's how I got put into an esports team because we were always in the I don't know if you remember them, the Nvidia competitions, and they were like every every few weeks, three weeks or something, there'd be a different time trial, and that's that's what got me into an esports team to start with, really. Yeah. So here's the big question: What do you think has made you so fast on these games? You know, because obviously lots of people play it and are good at them but you've been you know you've you're always up there with very very good times what do you think's been you know the, the uh, i mean i've always motorsport since i was young so uh, i don't know if it, i mean i'm not the fastest obviously there's a lot faster out there but um i think just i've always had a passion for motorsport i've watched motorsport since i was probably three years old i lived 10 minutes from brown's Hatch when i was young All right. and we used to go there every weekend with my dad and um watch multiple different even if it was a rally cross they used to have on there oh yeah, used yeah. To watch all kinds of motorsport there so i don't know if it's just the thing that's engraved and then you just because yeah. you watch that much i really don't know if it's just like some people always say I-, I follow your lines i break at the same point but i'm two seconds slower than you but i think a lot of people don't realize that there's so much that goes into the braking and the, and ah. it's not just a case of braking at the right point it's how you break into a corner and how yeah. you turn into a corner, how you implement the throttle in the corner, and it's there's yeah. a lot to it. So it's, it's just it's quite complicated to be fair. Motors, um, sim racing and motorsport, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. have you ever variety? Yeah, have you ever gone to kind of track days or kind of more, you know like ARDS type events or? All I've really done is um, go kart, and I've done a fair bit of go karting, and like only like not nothing really competitive. I've I've never been to a full track day, and no, I'd love to, but. No, too much, too much money. I haven't got the money to do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's the thing. It's um, um, I, I mean, I think everyone drives in a unique way, as you were saying, and I think that's why. I mean, I, I try and kind of watch the replays of the fastest times to get an idea. But I find sometimes the best thing to do is to watch like your videos and people like Super GT as well, if they're if they're like in a track guide or something like that, because then you get an idea, right? What am I missing? Uh, and then also when watching the live streams is great because then you get to see what you're doing as well, and also things like your um, brake balance. And that makes seem to be a huge difference on Gran Turismo because you really you can't change an awful lot else other than really yeah. and things like that, which I think is quite good because it does mean that it's a lot, it's a more even kill um, as to how it or as to everyone competes. One hundred percent. That's why I think um, Gran Turismo has got it sorted. That's why I think it's so popular as well because you don't have to worry about setups. You don't need to worry about all the going into these settings. You just jump yeah. on. And you do a few laps, and within a few laps, you, you you're not far off your potential. You you've got as long as you know the track, it, you're not needing to worry about have I got the right setup? Am I using the right downforce? Am I using the right gear ratios? It's just there, yeah. and that's why I think it's so popular. Because like games like Project Cars Two, and like it's it can get complicated. I race even I race, and like, I've just been on it last night, but I've had to sign up. For, I, not particularly great setup website, but it just gives you a base to, you have to pay for a monthly and then you get a base to yourself and then you can work from that. But it's the time you have to put into it then. So if I want to do iRacing properly, it would take me hours to get the car where I want it. And it's just too much time. GT Sports just so much more fun just to jump on. Yeah. You get on, you know, everyone's equal. You know, no one's got a car advantage or, you know, a setup's going to win them. It's their yeah. skill. 
Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people like about Gran Turismo. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I did a, I, I was on F1 2018 on, on Saturday night, and I thought, I'll just have a go at the time trial for Silverstone. And I did, I think it was a 127.595, something like that, and the quickest is a 125. So I'm two and a half seconds off the pace, but that's with just me on a standard setup kind of thing. And sometimes I use other people's setups because it allows you to do so. But yeah, yeah. if you find that you're going to a corner and they've got no downforce at all, <laughs> you'll, be, you know, you'll be straight off the track because you're not used to it. Yeah. Um, how that's they, that's how the thing, isn't it? Like everyone likes a different car. The way a car has. I, I remember going on. I think it was 2016 or 17 when they first implemented the time trial um, setup thing, where you could download the setups on F1 games. Oh, and, um, I remember using someone's. I was like, that. you try the top time, and it didn't suit you because it just didn't feel right. And you go to P4 or five, and theirs was better for you. It's just it's about finding the setup that suits you, really. Definitely yeah. on every game, I think. Yeah, how do you find when I mean, you've got you know nearly about twenty thousand subscribers, um, and obviously that's it's really gone, it's grown a lot in the last wee while. Um, how do you find your fan base? Because you get a lot of good chat in there, and very <laughs> some are for you, some are against you. The support, yeah, yes. So the majority, the majority are with me, obviously. Um, mm. But I think because I'm quite. Um, I'm quite like outspoken. If like someone does, I'll say it. I'm not going to just hold back. I'll like say yeah. it, and even if I'm in wrong, sometimes I'll I'll defend myself. <laughs> I know I'm wrong, but um, some people take it a little bit. But I think some people try and um, there's a few in the chat that will always um, criticise, but it's trying to ignore them, and that's what you've got to try and do now. I do tend to react to them sometimes, but in general, the majority, like 99% of the people in the stream, is amazing. The um, support's like perfect. Yeah, yeah. No, it is quite good because, I mean, there was a thing just in your last video there um, where you had a, um, um, an incident with Calster. And, yeah. uh, and I mean, it was clearly, I watched it just literally before coming on <laughs> the show today. Um, and uh, and it was clear that he just made a mistake and he just ran wide and you'd, you'd been able to analyse that in the in the replay. Um, I, I was thought, you know, because he went off and he didn't touch. I mean, I think if he had touched you, you would have, you probably would have got a, a penalty, wasn't it? Because that's what really seems to be doing at the moment. Um, people can yeah. hit you and then you end up with a blooming penalty. Um, but it's, it's good that you're able to kind of show that. And then it also shows that you're being fair because you can't be accused of something that you've not done. And sometimes people are quite quick to say, oh, that was your fault or you could do this. Or oh, yeah. That, you know? it was in the, that's why I did it because in the live stream, we had about a quarter of the chat saying that was my fault. And um, I thought, I, I knew there was no contact. So that's why I, I yeah, it was, a, it was a bit of a clickbait title, but I knew there was no contact. And I knew... Like when I went into the replay, I, I was surprised how much space I'd left him. Yeah, and I was like shocked because I thought he was next to me. I didn't realize how much space it was, but he just made a mistake all by himself. And yeah. I actually laughed when I was watching the replay. I kind of laughed at myself because I was like, "How can anyone even say that was my fault?" But yeah, yeah, because yeah. Grand does seem to have a few bugs here and there, doesn't it? I mean, there are issues of like you could be almost minding <laughs> your own business, and then you find yourself you hear something, and then no one's touched you, but you hear something behind, and then of course you end up with a two or three second penalty, which I don't know, yeah. lagging issues or some kind of... Yeah, I think there's some, de sometimes you get desync issues and um, a, lot, a lot of it is just a faulty pe penalty system. If It's one of my biggest complaints. Like, I'll always mention it on my videos because hmm. I'm hoping someone that at Polyphony might actually pick up on it and you know, like see what you're saying because you, if you just ignore them, the, the problems, I think they'll never get sorted on the game. I mean, you the, the issues are quite bad at the moment on the penalty system because there's yeah. been a video recently highlighting, I don't know if you've seen it, like um, GT Alex, I think his name is, he literally, they, they exploit the system, they show how people are doing it and it's it's quite worrying that 
there's a competition involved, an FIA competition involved with, you know, it's, it's, there might not be massive prizes, but they're trips to different countries. And yeah, yeah. It's worth it's worth taking part. Yeah, yeah. And it can be exploited. So it's quite worrying that they, they need to sort it out and hopefully they will do soon. I'm, I'm pretty sure they will do. Uh, I mean, I suppose it's still fairly new in, in how it all works because Grand Trans was only going for about two years in this kind of um, state, isn't it? Not, 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 not too long at all. I, I did actually very much um, like your idea of a kind of three-stroke system. I think that would be a very good idea because sometimes if you just run wide and you lose time, you've not really gained, well, you've, you've lost, and then they're already giving you a penalty on top of that. Um, yeah. But, um, sorry, I'm pulling out. <laughs> Wife doesn't know that I'm on, on the podcast thing, so she'll not want to come again. But, uh, <laughs> was, um, but yeah, so no, it's, uh, it, it's one of these things. But, um, but yeah, I, anything that they can improve um, in terms of the, of the, of the penalties it would be a good thing because it can be really annoying, especially if you're at the back of the field and you're trying to get back into it and you made a, you know, four or five good moves, whatever, and get, get past people. And then all of a sudden you find yourself with a penalty that you basically haven't done or someone whams into you and then you, you find yourself on the on the rough end of it <laughs> um, yeah 100 percent. i agree with that so where where do you see that things like gran turismo going do you think it will just get more and more tracks and kind of um, um, that kind of thing i think um gt sports you know obviously i i mean we i already know of a few tracks that should be coming and um i already like that we know that it's going to keep getting tracks throughout the i mean as far as i've heard they're going to keep doing it up until probably release of the the ps5 is which where which is when i expect the new one to come at some yeah, point yeah yeah but i would expect them to continue um because i was in um lewis bentley on twitch he does um twitch and he was in streaming he's he's been to a few live finals and he was mentioning that they know of quite a few tracks that haven't been released yet so there is definitely tracks there that uh-huh. they're holding back possibly just to keep a steady flow of tracks coming to the game so I would think the tracks will continue for uh, the next six months at least, I think, maybe longer. I mean, we know, I don't know if you've heard what's coming in the next update. We all know what's coming, but not that, I mean, we shouldn't really say, but it's it's kind of like a, we already, like, I mean, you might need your umbrella, let's just say. All right, ah, there's some breaking <laughs> there somewhere, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, we all know that's coming in the um, in the update for, um, for, the, for this month. Well, it's going to be at the World Tour, whether it'll be in this update, because when they changed the tire model once in a while tour, it took three months before that actually came into the game so it could be a few months down the line that we get it no one actually knows in an exact date of when we'll we'll get it but it's coming so yeah that's going to be very exciting I, yeah i think that's going to be one of the biggest things for the game because i mean one one new track's great but weather conditions on how many tracks like i mean i, I remember reading an article way back though saying that it won't be every track It'll mm-hmm. only be tracks that would get weather in real life. So what? Can, um, sorry, Willow Springs will never get rain. Yeah, they won't. They won't implement it there. But Suzuka stuff like that will have the conditions. So mm-hmm. it's 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 a whole new dynamic to the game, and I, I think it'll be quite n- nice to see if everyone's as fast or if some people pick. You know, if there's some people that are better in the in that condition than other people, how yeah. they implement it. Will it be realistic? Um, will it be static? Will it be dynamic? Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's the thing because wet races can be quite exciting, especially when you get the spray and you can't see anything. If they yeah, well, that's, get that, you know, if you're in the super GT, quite worrying as well because yeah. um, obviously we use a bumper view, don't we? So aye, aye. visibility from the bumper view with a spray, I'm a bit. Um, I don't know if that would be quite bad. I, I'm sure they would have thought of this, but it would be interesting to see. 
Yeah, especially at Fuji. I'm sure they'll do it at Fuji in the wet. That'll be, yeah. I remember Lewis Hamilton one way back, was it in 2008, I think it was, and then you couldn't see anything at all, and it was just literally going on the engine sounds around him and the, and, and the kind of spatial awareness to be able to, to get around the corners. Um, but I'm sure there'll be some interesting um, kind of videos on that one when you get them. I think they'll be oh, yeah. going off at the first corner. And yeah, I, a lot of penalties. <laughs> But uh, no, it's it, it's something. I mean, I think it's amazing how the game is progressing um, and how esports are going forward. I I was down at a company car event last week um, there at Millbrook, and the, the Mercedes Benz were there, and they had a, they had brought in um, I think it was race room. They had hired a caravan, and they had the two race room uh, um, simulators. And actually, one I set the fastest time um, on the, it was it they were using F1 2018. Um, which was great fun. So, and it was using a Fanatec wheel, but one of these direct drive wheels. Oh, right. uh, and uh, but it had huge amounts of feedback. You really had to kind of hold it steady because it was kind of shaking away the whole time, you know. Um, but it was great fun. I, I, I didn't do it. They didn't have DRS on it. It was because it was flashing up saying you could use DRS, but there was none of the buttons did anything. <laughs> the only person to notice it that, that I couldn't use it. Um, so it's because uh, it's mainly company car drivers who were there. So, um, but uh, but yeah, but no, it was good fun. So I've, I've won a trip to. Mercedes-Benz world at some point at Brooklands um, to drive some cars there so it was worth it was definitely worth doing and last year I won it to Alexis and um, we're doing it and they had a guy it was Ben it was Ben Smith he runs an esports company at Silverstone um, and uh, they were using Gran Turismo setups and uh, he does like the world endurance championships for the esports for them um, and I won a PS4 so it was actually it kind of paid for itself because obviously I paid a few hundred pounds to get the wheel and the and the seat and I thought well I won that that at least something <laughs> I can convince the wife it's still worth allowing me time to play the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it, was, it was something. About, it's, I think it's just, it's, I love it because so many people want to have a go and, and people are lining up um, to have a shot and to, to kind of get immersed in it and kind of just do it. I think that's a great thing with the racing cars and, and how they do the sim racing. Um, it's, it's kind of really going there. But um, up in here in Duns and the borders where I'm based, we're hoping to have a kind of esports race because we have the, the Jim Clark Museum and it's just about to reopen um, and they're going to have a simulator in that but uh, we're hoping to have um, some esports chaps up or, or I say girls as well to be fair there's a few out there who, want to, who are interested in coming so well, that might be one of the things that we can eventually launch like a kind of Jim Clark esports Grand Prix series or something like that where hmm. you have to drive the old Lotus um, cars and things like that um, which should be quite hairy to say the least um, and, uh, and then kind of do a, a challenge for that um, I know that Super GT has said that he's quite interested in coming up as well and Tijney as well um, but uh, so I'm sure it's the kind of thing that would be open to your good self once yeah. once we get it once we get it sorted out I'll certainly be letting everyone know um, yeah. it would be, be a chance for you guys to, to race in person um, I know you do like things like do you do best of British you do best of British do you or yeah, I do do it when I can um, I didn't do it last weekend because we did that really long stream on Saturday so I had a night off on Sunday with the missus because I've got a she let me carry on streaming till like it was near enough midnight. It was like an eight-hour stream, so um, I had to kind of uh, keep yes. her happy as well. Say I'll, I'll just not stream tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. I mean, how do you find it? Obviously, with your setup, you you know you stream for a long time. Is it quite you know? Have you advanced with the technology that you used, or I know that people use Elgato systems, things like that, or you kind of? I'm, so, I'm using the Elgato. Oh, well, I use Elgato for recording. And um, Streamlabs for the stre- Streamlabs OBS for the streaming, which uh-huh. you can record on as well. So I'm now record. I'm starting to experiment recording my streams, which you might have noticed in the latest videos. It's proper rather than taking the footage from the replays from FIA. I'm actually trying to incorporate the real 
footage from the live stream and just I have to re-record the all the audio though because on Streamlabs you can't separate the audio properly. So I have to then mm-hmm. get rid of the audio, go back into the replay, re-record the audio. But it's so easy to match up because you just match up the gear shift on um, the visual and then get rid of the visual. So it's pretty simple. All right. Oh, that's quite good then. Ah, so it's a bit of expert editing there. And that it, uh, <laughs> I mean, it sounds incredibly complicated with the main things, but is it, is it quite, I mean, once you've got your, your kind of Elgato system and things like that, is it quite straightforward to stream? Is it something that it, most people could do? It or? is, to be honest. It's really easy. And then, I mean, I was scared of doing it because I literally, I'm not very technical minded. And um, I, I mean, I can pick things up once I know how to do it, but I I could have been streaming. Like it frustrates me because I could have been streaming years ago. Like I could have been doing all my YouTube like when I was really young. Because I had a, I bought myself. I think it was an F1 2010 or 11 or something like that. I bought like a HD, um, pocket. It was like a pocket one, like a pocket recording. It did 1080p, and I never used it. And I could have been my YouTube. I could have been pushing my channel from a lot younger. That's kind of one thing I regret because could have been doing this for a long time even recently i've only started streaming what i think maybe it's not even been a year now i think i don't think i've been streaming for a year so i had the ability with the pc to use Streamlabs, but i was always a bit like cautious of it i didn't really understand it so Mm -hmm. um a super gt helped me out a massive amount with in terms of that um over message on twitter he helped me out and telling me what to do what what settings what stuff to do so massive thank you to him as well because to be really honest um really kind person um yeah, not great... many would do that yeah and it, it, he's pushed my channel like he's he's helped my channel grow massively over yeah. the last six months with um links in his videos and stuff like that yeah so yeah. big thank you to him i know he's a great guy i've been fortunate i've been able to get a few uh, interviews with him and uh, it, was, it all started from just watching again some of his videos and just just asking the question would you like to do a podcast and he very kindly said yes um, and it's kind of gone from there, gone from there you know so it's uh, but it's, it is great fun because you each all of you have a, a kind of unique way of how you'd stream and uh, you know I mean he's got he's got a kind of particular sense of humour and uh, and you've got you yeah. know you've got, you've got your site when when you, you go at it you have, have collisions <laughs> and ever and it's it's great fun to watch everything because you know you're, you're getting a, it's great for the viewers because they get this wonderful um, range of, of of races to watch and and you do learn you learn so much and I find if I've watched like one of your streams especially at the beginning of the week when you're doing when you're practicing the, the weekly races it really helps me and um, when I maybe I, I might try on a Wednesday night or a Thursday night and have a go myself do some time trial and then try and do a few races and it and you learn you definitely learn you know how to do yeah. the corners better how to you know what settings to use for brake balance things like that so it's it's uh, you're informing the gaming nation um, <laughs> by doing what you're doing is to you know it's helping people go forward and, and get faster because I think that's the great thing you can set yourself goals and in, in a gaming like this you can achieve them and you can get quicker and better um, which is which is really um, exciting you know so the, the next big question is where do you see it going where where do you think your own career would you like to is there, do you have particular goals that you would like to fulfill by the next year or two um you, I, I would i just want to keep in, keep on at youtube and just keep growing and keeping improving really i mean i know there's some things that i need to improve on possibly my temperament sometimes when i'm streaming because i do get wound up but then that's me um it's because i'm quite passionate about the gaming though to be fair and like yeah yeah and, and the game so when something happens like you get a penalty that shouldn't be there i normally do swear because uh, <laughs> it gets it's just it's just an instant reaction but i think most people do that i don't think they would do yeah uh, they would do. yeah if you're not streaming most people will be throwing stuff so yeah, yeah exactly but, yeah. well you see 
there was Vettel in Canada who got his penalty and he was saying all sorts of things that couldn't be broadcast um, on, on, on all of that. <laughs> so no, I think it's very okay. natural um, that when you feel yeah. you've been wronged, um, especially on these games and you're excited and you're kind of all that concentration and adrenaline, it has to go somewhere, isn't it? So it's going yeah, to sure. do it. But as long as you don't get demonetised, that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> That's the thing, but no, well, it, it adds to the character of what of what your um, your stream is, and and, uh, and many people really enjoy watching it. So I mean, as you got over twenty thousand now, do you take that all this? Um, you're just trying to grow it as much. Yeah, as Yeah, just I just want to keep um, improving, keep growing. I think um, PS Five will be the big the big starting point to real increase on my channel because obviously when that comes out, if there's a new Gran Turismo that comes with it. Yeah. That could be perfect for me because I didn't actually get Grand GT Sport on release. I, I was, I was like, I watched videos on the on it on it when they did. I remember some like they did like a um, world tour event before the game came out, and I was watching. It, I was just like, I just don't, I don't think it looks very good. And I was like, yeah. I didn't really give it the time of day, and I, I picked it up. A, I think it was a Christmas after it came out because it had been reduced to like twenty pounds. I thought I'll just get that. I'll yeah. just try it, and then I was like, why didn't I buy this at release? Because <laughs> I mean, I missed out on that initial three, four months of when it will attract a lot of people onto your channel. But I think it's it's grown anyway, and I've managed to get some people in like, that are obviously interested in the game onto the channel. And I think yeah. PS5 will be where it really, hopefully, kicks my channel. And I think if there is a new game, that yeah. should really help out. And we might be able to push to try and... My, I'm, I'm, I really want to try and see if I can get to like 35, 40k by this time next year. Mm-hmm. I know it's a big like it's basically doubling your channel but you find what you find on YouTube is once you hit a milestone it just keeps they, they just keep increasing 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 so yeah hopefully it'll just keep keep the way it's going and we might make it to 35 40,000 by the end of or towards this time next year yeah no, that would be something because every time I, I um, interviewed Super GT I, I would look at his numbers uh, yeah. and see what it was and, and by October last year when I did my first one I think he was on 140 odd thousand and then by February it was about 170 and then in April there it was 200,000 so it does yeah. I think as you see as, as bigger it grows it, it, it just multiplies and more and yeah, more Yeah I think it, it's more. with the algorithms on YouTube as well the bigger you go the the higher up you're placed and then YouTube pushed it more because it makes them more money probably. That's why. Yeah. So Adverts, yeah. That, that'll be why they're doing it, I would think. But um, yeah, it, it is just a case of keep plugging away. It's like if you start, like you hear a lot of people on, on like the chat saying, I need to do this YouTube, but it's hard work because to yeah. get your first thousand subscribers takes probably the longest out of any like milestone because it's the hardest part of getting the, you know, creating the initial base and then it'll feed off that aye, aye. no it's the thing because i know because i've got about eight subscribers on my youtube channel so it's kind of i know but i'm kind of i've been mainly doing podcasting and only i add on a few videos every so often and um, although i'm trying to do them now more weekly and i've got a few more to come in the next couple of weeks so it's kind of building up as much as i can um but uh, but it's great fun and i think it's, it's it's just it's good fun being able to Add to the content and kind of see what see what people think of it, whether they like it or or or, or whether they don't. Um, but uh, no, well, look, it's been fantastic um, to have you on the show today. I very much appreciate you putting time aside um, to answer the questions. And uh, oh no doubt, hopefully we'll be able to do it again to get an update in the near future as to how yeah. you're getting on. And, and perhaps maybe we'll see if you if you look out for Crichton Starbug, that's my name on the on the PS4 one that you'll be oh, lapping right. at some point. But um, if I ever get into one of your um, races, but uh, look, it's it's been great to talk to you um, and I'm sure your your fans and that will really enjoy um, 
uh, you know, getting an update, seeing where your, how your story began and things like that. Um, Brilliant. We'll go on from there. So you've been listening to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show with me, Hugh Hattrick, and my very special guest, the Key 25. At cardioadvisor.co.uk, we can help you save thousands of pounds on your next new car or van. And we can also source second-hand cars as well. And we can save you money on car rental, whether it be in the UK and abroad. Just click our rental link on the website. And we'll give you a free gift if you trade in your car with We Buy Any Car using our special website link. So go to the website now and see how much you can save. And it's back to the show. Thanks for listening. For more information, go to cardioadvisor.co.uk and you can see all the special offers that we have on the website. And remember, we have our YouTube channel, which is at Hugh Hattrick, and also we have our podcast on Podbean, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Anchor FM. And if you like what you hear, please like and subscribe to our shows, or you can donate every month for just a pound. Thanks for listening, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.